0: The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, thanks for joining us. This is The Whole Home Show and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, and Carrie Smith, home inspector from InspectTech. If you need an opinion from experts in the areas of insurance, mortgages, or building inspections, Denise, Carrie, and Carrie are great people to talk with. You can find their contact information by visiting the CFAX 1070 website. Look under Shows, and there you'll find us, the whole home show, with me, Tony Joe, And all of their details are there, or you can always find me online or on social media. Uh, I'd be happy to connect you. My background as your host for the next hour is as a locally born and raised Victorian. I've been selling homes here in Victoria for over 27 years. I've overseen over 2,500 transactions locally, so I've seen almost every situation you can imagine. I am also a educator for our Provincial Real Estate Association, and I help uh, people get their licenses here in Victoria and up island as well, too, in the real estate industry. Lots of experience that I'd be happy to share with you, so if you need a seasoned professional for your real estate needs, you can contact me. Again, either through the CFAX website or through my own website, the Prime Real Estate Team at primeteam.ca. I've just mentioned our three show sponsors. We have the privilege today of having two of them here in the studio Carrie Augustini, our insurance manager with Island Savings, and also Denise Webster, a mortgage expert. We usually start our show with a weekly listener question, but today, since I have both of you in the studio, we're going to have a quick conversation. Oh, by the way, thanks for coming, guys. Thank you for having us. Yes. Um, I bumped into a situation recently that I want to share with the listeners. I had somebody call and say that they are live, they're renting in what is known to be, or which was previously a grow-op. Uh, and they identified the fact that uh, cannabis is legal. It's been made legal for, for some time now here in Canada. And they were hoping to be able to buy this house uh, from the landlord. And their question to me was, how much cheaper can I buy the house because it was a grow-up? And I said to them, I said, it's not just value. There's some other things to consider, and that's what I want to talk with both of you guys about right now. Okay. All right? So we'll start with Carrie from Island Savings. Uh, from an insurance standpoint.
1: Yes. So, what,
0: what, yeah, what do your insurers feel about cannabis Growth.
1: Well, they're still not—they're uh, still not on the ball with it. Um, basically, it is uh, excluded. We have to have that declared. We give that information to the insurance uh, companies, and they're not liking it.
0: Okay, so that's—that's that's if it's a grow-up, and often yep. properties have been flagged. All they got to do is have a look at prior MLS um, printouts. Owners need to disclose. Um, I, I, I guess insurance companies probably might feel it's too much of a risk, right? Yes,
1: it is. Yeah, it's too much of a risk. Uh, There's even uh, the possibility that if it was a grow-up in the past, you've got uh, people coming that maybe uh, are are not could cause problems. Those are different areas. Um, also, well, there actually, could be what you're, mold.
0: what you're meaning is, mm-hmm. what if unsavory people yes, are showing you. up on the doorstep? I
1: down. know. I was trying to be nice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying All that, right. though, Tony. <laughs> uh, but, and then mold. So yes, uh, yes, issues mold. with those. That's yeah. right. Electrical issues. There's lots of different um, probable issues that they would be taking on. And right now, there's they're not going to be doing that.
0: All right. So I guess the big question is if somebody. Uh, got insurance on the house and did not disclose. It
1: it would be nil and void. The insurance company would refund all of the money and decline the claim. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, from a risk standpoint, it's not not a good thing.
1: No, it is not. All right. Uh,
0: Denise, um, uh, say these people want to buy this house. How about getting a mortgage?
2: I can echo Carrie on the exact same uh, um, reasoning. Uh, The lenders are going to take this from a risk assessment point as well and be concerned, A, most importantly, it's not an insurable home. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not going to get their fire insurance uh, on the home. Uh, Super
0: high risk for a lender.
2: Yeah, and you have to have insurance on a property to fund the mortgage. That's one of the uh, conditions of your approval. Yeah. Um, and then, from a risk assessment, they're mostly concerned about uh, the borrower could be put into a position of financial difficulty should a mold be presented, a big electrical problem issue, a fire, an insurance claim that wasn't processed, and now they're in a financial difficulty position, and they are going to default on their mortgage. So. Mm lending perspective it's always going to come from a risk assessment and there has been no change in our industry as well that the lenders are opening the door to these uh properties now
0: just because uh, cannabis cultivation is legal and i think you can grow four plants in a house or something uh, that doesn't mean that the rules have changed for mortgages insurance companies or real estate
1: no exactly no definitely not
0: and even if someone who was to want to get financing, there's not a lot of choices, right? Very
2: limited. And you most likely would be looking into private funds Mm -hmm. with a much higher interest rate, probably a fee, a a lender fee on that as well, possibly a broker fee. Um, And uh, I can't see any, but I mean, you'd have to have well over 20% down payment as well because that's going to put you into that private sector. It's not an insurable mortgage.
0: So so here's the other thing. In conversation uh, with these folks, First of all, I could not provide them with an estimate of the, the discounted value of the house. That's something that we would need to ask an appraiser about. I don't think there's a lot of history out there right now no. to be able to derive this. Um, but even if we were able to say, well, you know what, the house is worth, say, 20% less, 30% less or something. The reality is, if they're getting the house for 30% less, it will be 30% less in perpetuity because that house is flagged and is known to have been a grow-op. It doesn't take much to Google search an address and find out if there's police reports or other things like that. Um, So even if they were to buy the house for cheaper, it will always be cheaper exactly right this is not a fixer-upper you know you can fix up a normal house and put in a kitchen or a bathroom and increase value right
2: and I don't believe there's a time stamp on when the disclosure of having to reveal that it was once a grow-up will ever expire I Co- think it passes on from seller to seller
0: correct well and in the other thing too is is some some people are of the thought that oh all I gotta do is get a remediation company in get it certified and it will be fine uh, but even that is not sufficient y-
2: it is, a, we are. We do see a little bit of that on the lending side with the full air quality testing and there has been remediation um, and- the, the same, the yes. same
1: for insurance as well, yeah. So, and yeah. then
2: we are able to look at something through an insurable mortgage. Mm-hmm. I know we can touch on that. Yeah. But um, yeah, the door will open a little bit more as soon as the air quality has been tested and there's been a full report done on the property, but that's expensive too. Well, well
0: that doesn't solve Carrie's, uh, what Carrie brought up about the fact That there might be unsavory people that show up on the doorstep looking for you know commerce. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Yes,
1: yeah. And we, um, from the insurance standpoint, you know, you talked about Googling. We Google uh, search every property. Um, just to bring up details, pictures, and, you know, something like that would come up. It, it, we'd see it right on the Google page, even if it wasn't disclosed.
0: Well, the good news is I don't think we see this a lot uh, on the island or in Victoria. I mean, it's, it's, it's much more common in the lower mainland, right?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it very often here, No. Yeah. Not in Victoria. I, th-
2: I think one of the bigger ins- concerns, and maybe I'm opening a can of worms here, but I think it would be a pretty scary time to be a landlord, and to know that that oh, your yes. tenants possibly could just throw that at you and say, "Well, it's legal. I'm going to grow this in my rental space." Yeah. So, yes. Yeah.
0: Very important, and this is a conversation that's come up before in past as well too. So for any landlord who's listening right now, you've got to make sure that you are extra diligent in uh, screening.
1: Screening and from an insurance standpoint, um, it's usually required that you visit the premise once a month Mm -hmm. and not just the outside, but inside as well. Even though it feels uncomfortable, you're doing your due diligence to make sure that that location is being looked after properly.
0: Yeah. Well, this is what a wise man said to me when I was interviewing him uh, the other day for Mm -hmm. our uh, association. Denise knows uh, uh, Dustin, who I'm Mm -hmm. talking about. Uh, He said, why risk damaging your house And getting it flagged uh, as a grow-op by growing your own four pot plants, Um, because now you can just buy the stuff. Yes. Go to the store and buy it, uh, because then you're not putting your house and your investment at risk.
2: Your number one asset. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Because you know the whole idea about mold and mildew, uh, mold um, in a property is it can be inside the walls. Not easy to repair. Right.
2: And it may not present for a few years. That's where the lenders come from. It may look fine on the surface right now, but that's not nothing securing the idea that this couldn't present itself at a later date.
0: Yeah, and if you're a young family and you're concerned about uh, health, then you don't want that kind of. Housing.
1: No, you do not.
2: Yeah.
0: So the bottom line is, if this opportunity comes up, don't buy the house, right? <laughs>
2: sadly yes. Yes. yeah great conversation I think we're all in agreement <laughs>
0: great conversation with Carrie and Denise uh, we're gonna take a break but when we come back we're having a conversation with our show sponsors Carrie Augustini and Denise Webster back in just a moment you're listening to the whole home show with Tony Joe on Cfax 1070. This is the Whole Home Show, and I'm your host, Tony Joe. We are speaking with our show sponsors today, Denise Webster from Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, and Carrie Augustini, who is the insurance manager for Island Savings. Uh, and right now we have Carrie. Hello. Carrie, thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Uh, you know, something that is a regular theme uh, on our show, which is very important, uh, is getting your home insurance reviewed. Yes. A lot of people just uh, send in their renewals. You know, yeah. When they get the renewal in the mail, it's like, all right, I'm good. Sign up, whatever. What should people do? Let's let's give them some tips.
1: Okay, sure. Um, first of all, what I would really do is I would take a few minutes to pick up the phone and call your broker. Just have a little chat with them. Ask them what changes have been occurring. Review review what you have. Mm-hmm. Take five ten minutes to go over it because. Right, so,
0: like, what would be some common changes?
1: Well, you could have had. Uh, hopefully, you didn't do renovations and not let the insurance company or broker or no, but you might have had renovations, which could increase the value of your home. Yeah. You might have purchased uh, some uh, excessive jewelry for uh, one of your family members, uh-huh. wife, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> don't you like <leave> that. Um, <laughs> you could have renters in the home. You might have a room or a boarder. Uh, there's so many different changes. Maybe you have um, need for, uh, there's new water coverage out or water line coverage out. And maybe you want to talk to your insurance broker or they might want to talk to you and make some offers for you.
0: Or, for instance, if you plan to be away for three months or six months yes, extended in extended time. That's right, in the winter. Yeah, especially,
1: yeah. yeah, vacant would be deemed that you wouldn't be coming back so it would be unoccupied but definitely in the winter uh, months in the heating season you want to be contacting your insurance broker and finding out because every insurance wording will be different it could be every four days or every seven days that a competent person has to go in or it can nil and void your insurance a water damage claim that occurs overnight can make excessive damage and that's just one night what if you're gone for two weeks
0: and nobody sees it happening
1: that's right Yeah. yeah
0: It's a burst pipe or is it your hot yes. water tank or, yep. or whatever else, uh, um, storm drain backup, anything? Well, even
1: your heating system going on a blitz and melting your walls. Those are different types wow. of uh, losses that we've had. Yes. Okay. So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you guys must see some really interesting things.
1: We do. That's why sometimes I'm a little jaded. Oh, okay. <laughs> and unfortunately, your broker, um, if they're they get as excited as I do about insurance, will probably want to talk your ear off. But yeah. um, you know, giving you all the different suggestions, and you know what, you're paying a premium, so. Get what you deserve, get some advice, get some help. Because the worst thing that can happen
0: is you're paying your premiums every year and then you find out, uh, uh, you know, you don't
1: have coverage or you could have purchased coverage or you had a limit on something that you didn't realize you had a limit on, or you've forgotten that you had a limit on that. So, um, you know, you, you get your renewal. Maybe you talked about your new business 10 years ago and every year since then you have, um, You've, you've just renewed automatically. I can guarantee you there's been changes in that time.
0: Mm-hmm. You, you know, there's a point in time. I will remember this. Uh, I do remember this. It was, I don't know, like maybe 15 years ago, um, if not longer, but one of my first properties, I remember adding on a, a rider for my insurance. You know, in the old days, we put our, you know, our laptop and our yes. printer and yep. all of those things. And of course, it, I looked at it like four years later, and the equipment has changed, right? Yes. Things change.
1: Yes. And sometimes actually you may have your equipment on there and because you haven't discussed the coverage, you may no no longer need to pay that premium to have it on there. Um, That might be something that's automatically included, or maybe you added it on because you had a business on premises. Um, The other thing to look at are bike limits. You know, uh, sometimes people have bikes or jewelry uh, covered. Maybe maybe they've got it uh, scheduled separately. And now the limit is much higher and you might want to take a look at that and and it might be an option to reduce your premium Mm -hmm. Um, even increasing your deductible from 500 to a thousand could save you a 10% uh, discount on your base premium so anywhere where you can make a change and it could be that you're gonna pay less insurance after you make that call or less premium. So basically
0: it's a great reason to make a call sure
1: it is yes and if you need to pay more well you probably wanted to make that call anyways you don't want to be in a situation where you don't have coverage yeah
0: because there's nothing worse than uh, being in that situation where you don't have coverage and just say oh you know what if I only paid a couple more bucks I could yes. have, I could have been covered right?
1: That's right so let let the experts let your insurance broker um, just have a quick conversation with you you know they'll listen to you they'll pick something out I, I can assure you there'll be something that'll have changed
0: yeah. okay so basically what I'm getting from this is don't be afraid to call your insurance uh, no. broker yeah. you guys like having this conversation we do
1: right? I love I love having that conversation with clients.
0: Yeah, because mm-hmm. things change, things change all the time. Kids, right? Um, Kids, yeah. <laughs> uh, things like that, uh, and you know, I got to say, you 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 just prompted me as well too, because I got to make sure that because we just finished our renovation on the house. Mm. So yeah. yeah, are we amply covered? I, I, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm thinking so, but as always. Good and to you check did
1: out. get permission for those renovations, I right? I sure did. Good. Yep. They're good permitted job, Johnny. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And insurance permission.
0: Uh, uh, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got me thinking now. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh, tell us about that.
1: Just make sure. If you're thinking about doing renovations to your home, you need to give your insurance broker a call. We do have to put permission to put to have renovations on there. In some cases, we might have to do a little bit of an endorsement yeah. depending upon the in-depth, um, you know, how deep you're going to be going with renovations. Okay. But the insurance company needs to know because there is an exclusion in your policy. If you think about it when you're doing renovations, you're ripping up carpets, you could be pu- pulling cabinets out. You've got higher Chance that somebody could get injured. You have a higher chance that there might be a fire claim, so the insurance company needs to know about that. So we have to know, not in the middle or at the end, but at the beginning, that you're going to be doing renovations.
0: Okay, well, yeah, um, <laughs> well, I just learned something today. Holy cow! So I am finished. Okay. Yes, the renovation, but that makes a lot of sense to me. Yes, because there's a lot of people working around the house. Yes,
1: and not only that, if you think about it, you're doing renovations halfway through or you're almost at the end of your renovation and there's a fire burns down the whole place there I go I know I'm not very I'm kind of doom and gloom but did the insurance broker and company know about all the upgrades that were completed already to that point probably not
0: only insure to what it was covered for yes
1: that's right yes
0: Oh. So
1: you will be ensuring when you do your renovations, they will be asking you what is the finish, what is the finish look going to be? What kind of materials? what What is it going to look like? Because that's what they're going to insure it to, yeah. the finish, so that anywhere along that stage, you'll be covered.
0: Uh, okay. So listeners, let that be a <laughs> lesson to you. I just <laughs> learned something pretty significant. So my renovation took a year and a half. Eek Right. Uh, it sounds like
1: my uh, my hubby. <laughs> uh, but you know I'm good to go now.
0: But uh, holy cow, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I mean we ripped the entire exterior off of the house. We had windows I, out. I don't want to hear. There were times. There were times <laughs> where we had like 20 guys around the house. Yeah. Uh, nobody injured themselves. Um, That's this, the
1: other thing. Make sure that the workers, when you're having somebody come onto your premises, make sure they have insurance. Get them to have their insurance broker send you confirmation of insurance. Yeah. Um And in addition, you are responsible for making sure that they pay their work safe premiums because you could be held liable if someone uh, fell off your roof.
0: Okay, so I, I am going to say I, I'm I, I'm I'm a little ashamed to say this, but since my wife takes care of all that stuff, there's a good chance that she made sure that was okay. Um, because I, I'm I'm thinking that it's probably a good thing for contractors and like general contractors to say hey make sure that your insurance is covered for for the new job yes i'm guessing our guy did because they're they're like that but uh yeah yeah, you gave me the eye opener just now
1: And and look for reputable companies because um, we've had a number of claims where the insurance company has had to decline. Say, for instance, your roof was put on by ABC Roofing. And please, I'm just pulling that right out of the hat. Um, And ABC Roofing did faulty workmanship. A year later, you've got water coming in. Your insurance company is not going to pay for the faulty workmanship that the roofer did. So you want to make sure that that roofer had insurance so that you can go after them. And the insurance company for them will be. Yeah. They'll they'll have their own insurance. Yeah, they'll have to work that out
0: great uh, resultant
1: k- damage would be covered so
0: so carrie uh we're talking about people calling and getting reviews on insurance now they don't need to be clients of island savings but, no
1: not at all no i mean we'd love should... them to be but <laughs> yeah so how yeah. can people do that well um, just give um uh telephone numbers 250-386-6343 you can ask any questions that you want we're always happy to help give doesn't matter yeah 250-386-6343
0: and locations that people can visit
1: Yes, you can either go to our Jubilee office um, or um, Mayfair, or you can make an appointment at our West Shore office.
0: Yeah, that's great. You guys, uh, you've got great uh, locations there. JP, of course, is our guy at the Jubilee office there. We see him all the time. That's um, uh, by the Jubilee Hospital, right beside the Starbucks.
1: Thank you. uh, Mm -hmm.
0: At uh, Savon Foods there. Uh, You guys are great. And I got to say, I do know, because we have clients that, uh, that like making the phone call. Good. And um, that's what it's about. So I I guess where we're coming from right now with this conversation is don't just sign your renewal and expect everything to be okay because your life has changed. Even though maybe you don't know it or realize it, have that conversation with your guys, right? Yes. Great. Please. Um, And (laughs) if anyone needs Carrie's contact information, it's also on uh, our webpage on the CFX 1070 website. So uh just have a look there. We're gonna take a break when we come back. We're having conversations with show sponsors Carrie Augustini and Denise Webster back in just a moment. Now the whole home show with Tony Joe on Cfax 1070. Thanks for joining us. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you every week in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, and Carrie Smith, home inspector from InspectTech. If you need an opinion from experts in the areas of insurance, mortgages, or building inspection, these are great people to talk with. You can find their contact information on our page on the CFAX 1070 website. Look under shows, and there you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All their contact information is there. You'll be glad you did. We just had a conversation with Carrie Augustini about making sure that you check in with your insurance broker. And you can always call Island Savings, any of the guys at Island Savings. Uh, to make sure that your coverage is sufficient uh, for any changes that you've had in your life. So renewals. Now we have Denise Webster, our mortgage broker. Uh, You are a regular here in the studio. Uh, Thanks for coming in.
2: Thanks, Tony.
0: Uh, We're talking renewals. How about mortgage renewals? What happens there?
2: Uh, Well, it's a really good question because a lot of borrowers, clients, don't really understand what their mortgage renewal entails. Um, I guess but, but
0: so, so when a mortgage term is, up, term is up, then you get something in the mail that says, it's time to renew, so just sign here or whatever, right? Yeah,
2: you should be getting notification about six months to four months prior to your mortgage maturity date, and that was your five-year term or whatever term you had signed. Um, and quite often, it uh, will start with a phone call or an email from the uh, lender. Yep and triggering uh, you to call back and and say, you know let's discuss your renewal. Or it may come right in the form of an actual offer, uh, renewal, renewal offer, sorry. Uh, Saying here's our five-year fixed rate and here's our five-year variable rate, please uh, sign an initial here and send back and you renew into a new term.
1: Okay.
2: Now, the one thing I really, really stress to my clients is never ever just sign that renewal without having a check-in with your broker. Uh, is a very similar scenario as to the insurance. Uh, I think you need to have a little refresher of uh, what does your next five-year crystal ball look like? Is a five-year term make sense for you? Were you thinking of selling in the next year? Is there two?
0: any chance that you're thinking of selling? Yeah, it's yeah. a
2: conversation that needs to happen just to make sure that you are taking the term that's suitable for your, um, your lifestyle or whatever your plans are. Um, and more so, I think I really like to stress that they would love you just to sign that renewal before you even challenge the rate, oh. right? So they may is not it, offer it, the very best rate in that renewal.
0: Okay, so it's it. So I was just going to ask the question: like, is it common that they might be able to be a little more flexible in the rate, or? Yes. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. So I really encourage my clients to always, like, I'll do my best as well to reach out about six months before maturity as well and say, hey, you're coming up for renewal. Let's talk about uh, the plans and and if there is any significant changes that need to happen with your mortgage or if you want to keep your mortgage balance as it is and just renew. In that case, um, I don't want to drag my client through paperwork again to requalify if I was thinking about moving their mortgage. If you stay with your existing lender, it really is a mortgage renewal where you sign on the dotted line, go into a new term, no questions asked. You really. don't need
0: to open up your books. You don't need to hand in your T4s, no. your pay stubs, and all that kind no,
2: of stuff. No, if you've had good repayment history, you've never missed a payment, no NSF charges, you should be offered best rates. They would like to keep your mortgage in their investment portfolio. Mm-hmm. Right now, Easy you, for you, easy for them. Yeah, so uh, ideally you should be offered very good renewal rates. Now, if I see a client's renewal offer and the rates are quite high, I do have a little bit of a spidey sense to say, did something happen in the last five years? Were you ever late on payments? Was there any bloop in the last five years? That will trigger the rate they may offer you. More so... Uh, we are seeing some of the renewals actually pulling credit just before they offer the renewal. So this is You're new. Kidding. This is new. Yeah. So
0: they, they can do that without consent they of the They have uh, consent borrowing? when you
2: originally did your mortgage. Oh, yeah. wow. And I go through that with my clients saying this part, part of the privacy agreement of the lender does say that should anything alert them to wonder if there's something, some changes going on, they have the right to pull your credit. So the credit could also really trigger what your new interest rate would be. If you've really suddenly taken on a lot of new debt, um, this is sad to say, but they know you don't have the ability to move your mortgage.
0: Yeah, so they have you.
2: They have you, Yeah. yeah. So where I get involved is really going through that saying, no, 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 you've got a great application. You can still just sign the dotted line, but I want to work with you and your existing lender to make sure you are being offered the very best rate because here are my best rates today. Mm -hmm. Let's find and make sure that your existing lender is matching that. Or I will move your mortgage and get you a better rate. Okay. So. What I really want to stress is that a renewal should not be stressful for a, a existing client. They should just be able to make sure we are getting the best rate, sign on the dotted line, and you can stay us. Uh, okay, time. so
0: here's the thing. Uh, and I, I, I know this because I've heard this before, and I know this is not you because I know you, right? But some some consumers say, I'm reluctant to call my mortgage broker. Because they're probably just going to try to sell me another product. Yeah. They're probably just going to try to get me to move and say, I'm going to pay a lower rate because then, you know, the mortgage broker gets, you know, they get their fee and all that kind of stuff.
2: Sadly, yes, that does happen. And I am very transparent with my clients to say, this is not what I'm here for. I really do want to get my clients the best rate. I think I'm doing a service by making my clients really happy. And if anything, I just want them to spread the word. Like, Denise did this. She got us a great renewal rate with our existing lender. That's really good Yeah. Um,
0: but that is the fear. The, yeah. the, the, the fear is, well, you know, I don't want to call Denise because it it may not mean a new business for her. I might just stay with, think the, with just the lender. I you should be very
2: upfront with your existing broker or your bank and just say, you know, I'm doing my due diligence. I want to know that this is the best. I've done a little bit of research. I know what the rates are out there. Why are you not offering me this rate? Yeah. Right? So. In, in my case with my clients, I will say these are the rates that I have available. This is what your lender's offering you. It's really, really close. We're maybe 0.5% off. Um, I could move your mortgage to get that rate, but I'm not going to drag you through that paperwork and, and, no. and disrupt your life right now to do that. So yeah. it is just do your own due diligence to see if you do know what the rates are out there or... Call me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like it, it is it is a simple call just to say, I want to make sure I'm getting the best renewal rate. And just to be clear for all borrowers out there, a renewal means that you are not changing your mortgage balance. It is just renewing as is. As soon as somebody says, We want to pull a little bit of equity, we know we've built some equity That's in a our whole home. New application. It's called a refinance. Very, very different.
0: Yeah. Because then you're pulling up. the now T4 it's a brand new registration
2: mortgage. You are Removing the original registration off your land title, re-registering, a higher rate is applied to a refinance.
0: And then they're talking about uh, legal fees and appraisal costs and a whole bunch of other things too, right? If
2: we're going to add new funds to the mortgage, that is a refinance. Yeah, wow. But a renewal is a renewal, or if I move it, it's a transfer switch, no legal because you're not changing the mortgage balance. A new lender is willing to take on those transfer fees if you keep the mortgage balance as is.
0: You know, I think one of the things that I'm taking away from this conversation is just a reminder, you know, people, there's kind of like this sense of uh, entitlement where uh, people, people feel, oh, you know, I should always get the lowest rates there are. And as, as you're saying here, it really depends on your habits, your spending habits and your and your credit worthiness, right? It
2: does. And you know what? I'm willing to always go to bat and say, yeah, you know what? I've done my research into my client. I know they do deserve the best rate. They have great top A, Reddit, uh, a um, credit. Um, they've never missed a payment. But if I really need to dig deep to find out why they're not being re- um offered a really great rate there usually is a reason yeah right so it does take a little bit of time just an honest conversation with my client and then we still will do a work we'll still do our best to see if we can come up with a better better rate if possible yeah
0: because it's a lot of money yeah you know no matter how you put it i mean you're you're making these monthly payments and sometimes the difference can can be thousands of dollars over the term of a uh, of a loan right right yeah Yeah, we're not talking little, little dollars here. We're talking with uh, Denise Webster, uh, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, I know people know how to reach you because they call you all the time, but uh, let's tell the listeners here just in case they're new to our show.
2: Thank you. Uh, You can call me directly on my cell phone at 250-889-4743 or send me an email to denise at denisewebster.com. Your website is denisewebster.com. .ca. Oh, Yeah, okay website. Oh, it is. <clears throat>
0: okay, denisewebster.ca. Not Webster. a very good website. Got it. uh And uh, the other thing too, uh, listeners, as always, we want to hear your stories. Tell us about what you've experienced in your real estate transaction, either buying or selling or things you've heard about uh, friends, family members. We'd love to talk about them on our show here. Our phone number is 250-414-6540. And if you are a podcast listener, you can listen to all of our shows. Uh, All 100 or so of our shows, we've done quite a few. Uh, You can go on to iTunes or Google Play. Just look for The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe, and you can download and listen at your pleasure. We're having a conversation today with show sponsors Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, and also Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for joining us. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're chatting today with two of our show sponsors, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, and Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings. Thanks again for coming, guys. Thank you. All right, let's talk a bit about, about process right now. So when somebody buys a property, somebody is looking at uh, buying a house, for instance, um, the two of you, both the mortgage end of things and the insurance uh, end of things, are, are are key and very important in the process. Um, so let's start with uh, you, Denise. Somebody has gone to you and received an approval. Um, presumably th- you've received their T4, their pay stubs, uh, you've verified income, you've verified uh, um, employment credit. and credit, yeah. right?
2: So a pre- pre-approval really means that I have done all my due diligence and I've reviewed their income made sure that I have either qualified income or I've confirmed their self-employment income. I have to pull a credit bureau. You never want to have a surprise in the 11th hour that you've, you know, some client told you, oh, no, I have perfect credit. No problem. Actually,
0: let's hold that for one <laughs> sec. Because you we've talked about this many times. Yes. Cell phones. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, people, that has all of a sudden that's been on credit bureaus, and it wasn't before.
2: Yeah, we're over two years, maybe coming up to three years now it's been reporting. But, no, they were never on a, a no. And a, and a cell phone bill
0: is like a utility. It's like, oh, you know what? I don't think I'll pay this month. I'll just double up next month. Yeah. You think it's fine, but it's a blemish on your credit, right?
2: It is. Yeah. You think think about the people that you've heard in conversations saying, Oh, I'm so fed up with my provider. I'm 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 out of here. I'm going to a new provider. And they actually pay. just walk away and they said, Oh, those weren't my roaming charges or whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that will go to collections and it is is now reporting on your credit reports because you have signed terms and agreement, right? You've you signed an agreement to say to you will pay. Mm-hmm. So that's what's reporting on your credit report, your credit card, your loans, your Car lines lease. of credit. Your car lease, your yeah. student, loans, and a car lease also didn't phones. used to be on
0: right. on, a, on a bureau. If you're right?
2: signing an agreement to pay, yeah. it's going to be on your credit report. Yes. Now, on a positive note, I find that cell phones can be a very good thing because it might be the very first thing that starts to report for some young uh, borrower. Yeah. It's one it might be their first form of credit. Uh, then they might get a credit card, maybe a student loan. Yeah. But um, I really do stress how important it is to make those payments on time because the credit of the cell phone can either ruin or it can establish Just over credit. a cell phone. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you've gone through the process. You have their credit bureau. Yeah. You've got everything you need, and they're pre-approved.
2: I've got a pre-approval in place because I've done the due diligence. But the one thing I always stress to my borrowers is you are pre-approved you and your partner are pre-approved to this purchase price or and here's what your mortgage will look like but at the end of the day the lender has to also like the property that is their investment their investment is the house that you are purchasing so if there is something about the property that they think could pose a risk in the future to put you into a default position they will not lend on the property so you know, we, you experienced this. We had a lot of unconditional offers in 2016 and 17, Correct. and that was a very, very uneasy time for me as uh, as a as a uh, broker to say I pre-approved them, but they went in unconditional, and now let's hope it's a great house. Yeah, no Or kidding. not a leaky condo, Yeah, right? The yeah. condo unconditional offer, Whoa, that was a that was a big risk because- Well,
0: there's strata minutes, there's yeah. strata yeah. Uh, lenders you know, bylaws, can pick financial statements, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: we're going to be looking for anything that's ever been discussed in those minutes of the strata that are maybe not resolved. Yeah. If there's something that's still not resolved and could amount to a special assessment- Of $100,000 <laughs> or something. Lenders are running away from that, yeah. and rightfully so.
0: Yeah. So so again, you've, you've approved the buyer- but the lender needs to approve the basically the property, right? Yeah. And I have to say because we get sellers, uh, so when I'm re- representing a seller and an offer comes in, uh, every once in a while a seller will say, well, but Tony, I mean, I only want a buyer who's pre-approved. To which I say, well, it's true. The agent has reassured me that the buyer's been pre-approved. They've gone to Denise Webster. They have, you know, everything in place. Um, but they still, the lender still needs to verify that, your house, the, that you're selling them, is a, is not too risky for the lender, right?
2: Right. So we do need to allow time very, very often. We are going to need an appraisal. We need to know that it's being purchased at fair market value. Yeah. Um, the inspection, that is for your buyer. The buyer, the, the lenders do not want to look at the inspection report. That is a buyer condition. Yeah. But um, the appraisal can can cancel a deal as well because oh. the appraisal might take a the appraiser could take a picture. Let's say they found a large crack in the foundation at the back of the house. If they take a picture of that and send it in the report, now the lender says, "Wait a minute. What is this crack? We want an engineer's report on this. Yeah. We don't know how long that crack's been there. If it's jeopardized the foundation, so th- you know." That is something that could really, really upsettingly surprise you in your offer. You have been pre approved personally yeah. but now that there's no lender willing to lend on this property.
0: Yeah. So you know you gotta really consider it that the lender's doing you a favor. Yes. Because they don't want you to they don't I want you to be that to my underwater.
2: Clients. Do not be disappointed that the lender's backed out for this purpose of the property because did don't you Don't take re- it personally. Yeah. Right? Did you really want yeah. to take that on? Yeah. Something you don't even know could cost you money down the road.
0: Yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then what happens is uh, the, the buyer has got to make sure that they can actually get the house insured as well, too.
1: Yes. So um, I also suggest to clients, especially when I know that they're looking at possibly um, purchasing a home or a condo, I like them to give us a call, chat about what they need to look for, uh, especially on an older home. Newer homes are usually, they're pretty good. If they're under 30 years, there's not too much that's likely going to go wrong on a newer home. Maybe the roof might be at its end, but even still, we can kind of work around that a bit. But on an older home, especially, and a lot of the homes that are being sold and a lot of homes that tend to be affordable, especially for new families and new younger couples, um, there's so many different things that they have to worry about. They have to worry about whether there's an underground tank. They have to worry about whether or not the electrical is up to standard. Is it breakers or fuses? What's the plumbing? Is it galvanized plumbing or has it been updated? Mm -hmm. Um, Poly-B sometimes can be an issue. Um,
0: Well, actually, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. So polybutylene, uh, uh, plumbing. Yes. Yeah. And that is um, for the listeners. It's a material.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's a material that they use for a short amount of time, but established after that it wasn't the best material to be using for Yeah.
0: Pipes. And the and the other issue with poly B 2 is the coupling. So the yes. connections and you know, if they're plastic, they can break, you can yes. get leakage. Yeah, it's risky
1: for a lender or yeah. for insurer. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, you were talking about, Denise, uh, the inspection for insurance expe- inspections. We actually will look at the home insurance inspection. Yeah. That's something that we look at as brokers and that the insurance companies uh, like to see as well uh, because that does uh, lay out any uh, possible issues that could be there. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Talking ahead of time and not receiving the um, lawyer's request for confirmation of insurance, um, which is a lot of times what we see. Yeah. Um, you know, when it's due that day or the next day, and yeah. we don't even know that a customer has bought a house.
0: Uh, okay, so 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 because we we just missed a step here that it's important for listeners to know about, <laughs> which and what you're saying is, g- get on this insurance thing when you're in the process yes. of doing your due diligence because uh, um, you know, I can just paraphrase you here. But, uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: People t- often wait until the day they're taking possession of their house. Yes. When they're signing the documents with the lawyer and the lawyer says, where's the insurance? And that's yes. when you guys get the panic phone call, right? That's
1: right. Now, it, we don't even necessarily get a phone call. Sometimes we're just getting the faxes from the lawyer. We have to actually call the client to find out, are you buying this home? And oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're closing like today or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so that is... that is that. That that's almost too late and in some cases we may have problems getting insurance on that home yeah. um, in which case that's going to push everything for you but or I can you're going to you, have to pay high prices.
0: So you know what I know when that happens because every once in a while as the agent for the seller if I'm representing a seller I'll get that I'll get the phone calls from the buyer's agent like yes. on the last day going oh we need this we need that I'm like Didn't you get this figured out beforehand? Yeah. Right? Because for us, one of our processes is whenever we're dealing with a buyer, we send them to you guys Mm -hmm. to on the savings and get it reviewed before they remove their conditions. It's one of our processes. Yeah, that's part of my
2: process as well. Before we're, you know, I'm the final person that they're really coming to and saying, are we really okay to remove our conditions? Right? It's a very, uh, it's a very, high-stress day, right? Yeah. Or can we remove our conditions, Denise? I'm like, yes, your financing is solid. But we also, I also review, did we look at the title of the property? Did you get fire insurance, home insurance on the property? You're writing them right into the contract. Those are yep. the buyer conditions. They're going to do an inspection. They're going to get financing. They're going to get home insurance. They're going to mm-hmm. look at the stated title of the property. Yeah. Those things have to be checked off before you remove your well, conditions. So yes. so
0: I, I know that a lot of realtors listen to this show. Right. And and uh, by the way, that is that's an honor for me. Um, but I have to say uh, for any realtor listening right now, do yourself a favor and don't leave it to your buyer to check out their insurance.
1: Yes. Great right? advice. Mm-hmm. Because
0: because the buyer will just say, oh, it's no big deal. Whatever. I'll, I'll get it later. You don't want to deal with this at the last or, minute. And
2: sadly to say, or the broker. I know quite often brokers can get and banks can get very focused on just the financing and they're not having that discussion with the um, client as well, making sure they have the home insurance.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, again, for for us, because we've got those conditions, as as you guys noted, our process is my office uh, sends the information to uh, JP or whoever at Island Savings. You guys review it. Make yes. sure that the insurance is okay. You guys actually give us a quote. You give our client a quote. Yes. Um, whether or not they choose to go with you. It's just an extra service. Yeah. I know a lot of time they do, by yeah. the way.
1: Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, which
0: is the reason why we, we love dealing with you guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but you see, I don't want those surprises.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, nobody does.
0: Yes. Preparation. Yes. So important.
2: I'd get the same <laughs> surprise. I would be notified that the... Um, mortgage was not completing because the home insurance was not in place. The lender will not fund if the home insurance is not in place either. So I don't want to ever get those calls either. You know,
0: and I got to tell you, to me, I I would consider that a fail. Yes. If if that Absolutely. happened, then something happened on our end that we didn't take care of for our client.
2: And think about the snowball effect that can have if it doesn't actually fund on the right day. You don't know what the seller was relying on for those funds for their new purchase. You're
0: right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the lawyers get involved yes. and we're talking the the sue word. I never right? want to be
2: in that position.
0: No, no, and that and that's just for an error that could have been uh, dealt with at the Easily very beginning, avoided. right? avoided. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, contact information as always. So, uh, Carrie, if people need to get. So, again, as a reminder, call Island Savings to get your insurance renewed, even if you're not an in, in Island Savings client. Yes. Right. Phone yeah. number?
1: It's 250-386-6343. Again, that number is 250-386-6343.
0: Right, or visit the locations.
1: Yes, either at our Jubilee office uh, by the Jubilee Hospital in Starbucks, uh, Mayfair, which is just outside the Mayfair Mall, or uh, by appointment at our West Shore office.
0: Oh, and by the way, so I, I happen to know the Jubilee office, so the insurance office is actually open before Seven. the uh, oh
1: yes they're open 8 30 until 5 that's right Monday to Friday and 8 30 till 3 on Saturday okay. that's our Jubilee and our Mayfair is also open on Saturdays 8 30 to 4
0: yeah because the credit union itself uh, 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 opens later right yes
1: and they're not got, open at all on a Saturday yeah so
0: you've got the yes. separate entrance yes we do very yes. good uh Denise contact information everyone knows
2: mm-hmm. call me directly <laughs> yeah. please at 250-889-4743 Uh, or email denise at Uh, Uh, denisewebster.com. CA. Oh, thank you. No, 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 that's (laughs) the website. Oh, Oh, God, denise at (laughs) denisewebster.com. And uh, my office is at Uptown Mall.
0: Great. And listen, your contact information, if that was sounding confusing, don't worry (laughs) because you can find it on the CFAX 1070 website. Look under shows because you'll find us the whole home show. Uh, And Denise... And Carrie and Carrie Smith, the building inspector, all of their uh, information is on the website there. You guys are great to chat with all the (laughs) time. Thanks for coming.
1: Thank you, Thanks for having us. Uh,
0: And to the listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.